Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 21. And this is a special, extra large version of the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast because this week we are featuring one of the coolest, most adorable, and just delightful women I have met in my work. Jennifer's story is just such an incredible case study of what can happen when a woman takes control of what she thinks and believes, even in the face of years of failure, no reason to believe, and every excuse in the world to give up on her dream. So if you find yourself in a place where you're beginning to doubt this is ever going to happen for you or that your dream of being a mom will ever come true, hold on to your hat, my darling, and get ready for some inspiration from my darling, amazing, miracle mama, Jennifer. This is really a story that I'm so excited to share with all of you. And when I met Jen, I, I knew, I'm like, oh my gosh, from the very first conversation we had, I just said to myself, I love this woman. I, it's so obvious to me that she was meant to be a mom and I'm going to do everything I can to help her. So, and now we have her on the podcast and we get to celebrate some really great news with her and get you know, some insight into her story. So I am so thrilled to have you on the podcast, Jen. Thank you so much, Roseanne. That was so kind of you saying. Tell us a little bit about how you found yourself on your fertility journey and how that really popped up in your life. So my husband and I, we tried to conceive um, for, it was um, six years. Six years, that's quite a long journey. So when you started on this journey, did you have a diagnosis or was there anything that you knew, you know, that that brought your attention to, gee, you know, conceiving might be a little bit of a challenge for us or, you know, tell us a little bit about that. No, actually, after a year of trying to conceive, my husband and I did the the testing or whatever. Doctors are like, you're normal, you're good, you're young, you're healthy, you should get pregnant anytime. And then we found ourselves six years later, still not getting pregnant. But every year we would go back and get retested. As you women know, you've probably gone through IVF treatments, IUI treatments. We've went through that. We went through that um, once, and that was enough for me to say this is just not for me. I want to do this naturally. And you seen that dream, and you showed me that it was possible. Well, and I showed it to myself that it was possible. But yeah, I didn't have a diagnosis. They couldn't figure out why we weren't getting pregnant. We were considered the 10% of unknown reasons. And what was it like to kind of be in that place where you're like, I'm, I'm trying this, you know, IVF, IUI. I, you know, everyone's telling me that I should be getting pregnant. Like, what was it like being in that place? Because it can be kind of a limbo, right? Yeah, it was. It was very frustrating. Because then I was beating up on myself. 
I was like, why isn't this happening? It should happen. Yeah, it was, it was really hard because I even told my doctor, I said, if you gave me a diagnosis, we could fix it. And mm. they had to fix it for me. That was, frust- that was very frustrating. So aside from, you know, seeing your doctor, what are some of the other things, you know, because sometimes on this journey, we can, we can do some crazy things in the name of getting pregnant. So did you get involved in some of that craziness or, or were you kind of mellow gen throughout the whole process? Nope, nope. I did the holistic, um, rubbed down myself with oils, witnessing ladies who burnt senses and oils around me. And I... I did um, ac- years of acupuncture. I've had some little shrine that somebody that I knew gave me um, in my bedroom. My husband was a little freaked out about that. <laughs> um, I got myself on really strict diets because, you know, I thought it was the food I was eating. Yeah, we, I mean, I drank, um, what was it? The molasses. I was told that molasses would get me pregnant. So I was drinking three tablespoons of molasses every day for like three months. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did you do that? Oh man. That's a new one. I, I did not do that, love. And I actually never heard of that. So I'm learning something new today. I'd not heard of the molasses thing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So it was, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So here you are, this beautiful young woman everybody's basically telling you, oh, you know, this is, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just in this 10%. You're doing all these diets, you know, lotions, potions, oils, acupuncture, the shrine that freaked your husband out. There had to have been something that kind of clicked for you that said there's something missing. So tell us about that. There was, there was a point where I, because I, I just kept going online and Googling and digging for answers of something that I could do that could help me. And I listened to one of your first, um, I think, I don't know if it was like a, like a call in or whatever with, and that made me, it like clicked with me. And it was like, this is the woman I need in my life. This is going to help me. That's, what it really was, was my turning point was, oh my gosh, this is what I've been searching for. So um, what was it about that that caught your attention though? Because like, you know, we, we get really caught up in the idea that all the physical stuff and which is all awesome. Like, I mean, aside yeah. from the molasses, I mean, it sounds like you were doing like really cool, like super healthy things, but like, what was it that caught your attention about this piece of it? Really looking at who you were being and what you were thinking and believing? Like, why did that catch your attention? Because after listening to you talk and then um, listening to some of the women answer, like asking questions, I was like, it's, I really started thinking, I'm like, man, like I've been really hard on myself. I've been really beating up on myself through this whole journey and I'm not enjoying it at all anymore. My husband and I, I mean, we loved each other, but we were just, we were at our like wits ends. And I'm like, I realized after hearing you talk and hearing what you had to say, that was more of my mindset. I was really beating up myself and thinking that once I finally would get pregnant after doing all these things, I was going to get my happiness. And one of the things I think that you had said was you have to find your happiness in you before your baby comes because your baby wants you to be happy now. Like you don't want that stress, that baby's with a lot of stress on your baby, that your baby's going to you know, come when you're stressed. If that makes any sense. Oh, it makes total Uh sense. Now, but for some people who aren't 
at that point yet, that might sound a little crazy. Most of us are trained to think that the answer or this missing piece, the silver bullet to us getting what we want on this journey, that it's going to be some medicine, it's going to be some treatment, it's going to be something. When we're presented with the idea that we have a role, that, that we have a part to play in this, and it isn't just somebody you know, coming in and giving us some pill, but that we actually have license and we have agency in our own journey, it can be shocking. Yes. Yes. So what was it like for you to kind of hear a different perspective that actually you have a role in this? It was like a breath of fresh air. It was, it made me feel, it made me realize I have control. I want, and I wanted this journey to be enjoyable. Um, if your fertility journey can be. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It just, it was very eye-opening. It was, um, it made me just, I don't know, just made me really think to take a different look and different perspective at things rather than having a lotion or potion to fix it, that it was more of a mental thing with me. So tell us, you know, when you started doing this work, what were some of the differences that you began to see in yourself? My confidence, for one, changed and how I looked at myself and how I felt on this journey, I noticed I took it and I actually respected it where before I was always like, didn't want to talk about it, very upset about it. Yeah, it was very angry. But then I started noticing myself becoming more open about it and talking about it and um, finding myself find, being happy again. And what about your relationship with your husband? Did you notice any impact on that? <laughs> yeah, we. I was a lot nicer to him. <laughs> Got back to like to us again, mm-hmm. um, which was nice because it had been a while since we actually like enjoy like we always enjoyed each other, but to really just not always focus on baby, baby, baby. We got to have a baby now. We got to do it now. So it was nice to take that that break and relax and have fun with it. Yeah, and you know, especially for couples who have been on the journey for as long as you and your husband had been at the time, you know, it could be really easy to get distracted and then start thinking, well, gosh, it, it's just not going to happen for us. Did you yeah. ever get to that point? Yeah. I remember telling friends and family, like, it's just not meant to be. I guess we're just not going to have kids. And I think I can be okay with that, even though deep down I knew that wasn't how I really felt. But I started making myself believe that I was going to be okay with that. And then I even started looking into adoption, even though my husband was scared about even thinking about adoption. He just wasn't ready to take that leap. What was it within you that just got you to say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try what this crazy lady is talking about. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really going to go for this. Like, What was it within you? Because sometimes it, it's hard to articulate that, but let's get these ladies, like, what was the shift for you in order to see that trying something new, particularly like this, was something that you were willing to do? Um, well, I started off with your morning practice, doing what you recommended in the morning practice and really visualizing and seeing what I wanted and how I was going to create it. And it just kind of kicked off from there. Wow. What was it like doing that practice? Because it takes some discipline. <laughs> it's very, it's very disciplined. Even though you're like 15, 20 minutes in the morning, I'm like, wow, that's, a, that's I have to get up really early. 
but you know what? It's so worth it because I, I started looking and um, being thankful for things that I've never really thought about being thankful for. I started just journaling and just letting out my feelings and how I felt and putting it down on paper. And then just the vis, like being like visualizing being the mom that I was, that I'm going to be being, having the things that I wanted in life. And it was, it was just a big turning point for me. Um, But it is that morning practice is, I swear by it because I still do it to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now, did your husband think you were a little crazy when you started doing this? Yes. He's like, Jen, do we really have to do this? And I said, well, let's, it's this or it's another round of IVF. (laughs) 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 Let's try this before we go through another round because I did not really want to go through another round. Right, Um, right. Well, and what was important to you about doing this naturally? Because you had said, you know, that you earlier on that, you know, you just kind of felt mm-hmm. like it wasn't for you. So what was that about for you? Because I think that's a really cool and interesting thing for women to get empowered with is this feeling that, you know, this IVF is not for me. I mean, it's clear you don't have any judgment on it. That's obvious. No. Tell us more about that. It was, it's something I, I don't know. It, there's that inner voice, that intuition that you have. And it was just, it was in me that just said, let's try this naturally. Let's try to do it this way before we have to try it another way. I thought it was worth a try because like I said, if it didn't work, we would have definitely went down the other road again and tried it that way again. I think you just have to know what you feel is right for you and listen to your intuition. Wow. So you're doing this morning practice. You're getting coached by this crazy lady with pink and blue hair. Did you notice anything different after applying this work? The more confidence, the more believing, my faith grew stronger. Uh, My relationship with my husband was better. I was a lot happier. My whole outlook on life and what I wanted to do changed. The one month before I found out I was pregnant, I was waking up having dreams of my baby coming to me. My baby was coming to me and uh, it was going to happen easy and naturally. And then two weeks before we actually left for Mexico, I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So we're going to break this down because <laughs> I'm not even a hundred percent sure you told me at the time that you had been dreaming about this baby. Oh my gosh. You've got to tell us about this. Okay. Yeah, so so let's month. set the stage. So let's set the stage. So you, we had been coaching for a while. You were applying what I was teaching and then you start having these dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I was having really strong dreams for like the month before I found out I was pregnant. I'd wake up and I, I would wake up and think, oh my God, that was so easy. I'm pregnant. Like in my dream. And like some, something was telling me you're pregnant, Jen you're going to be pregnant and it's going to, it's going to be easy. I just remember waking up and it felt so real and it felt so cool that I told my husband, I'm like, we're pregnant. And he's like, what? He's like, Jen, whatever. (laughs) And I'm like, no, like there's a feeling in me. Like I'm pregnant. We were supposed to be leaving for Mexico for two weeks or, you know, in two weeks. And I said, I was already a couple days late. And I'm like, I'm going to take a pregnancy test. He's like, you know how you're going to get after you do that. He's like, it's going to get, not going to be good. And I'm like, no, Daryl, I know. Like, we're having a baby. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's like the pregnancy test. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Because I think I remember it was like, a, was it a Saturday morning? It I was think- a Saturday morning, yeah. And I 
emailed you right away. I was like, oh my gosh. It's like, you're the, I had to tell somebody. I had to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad I got that email because I, I remember that moment. I totally remember it because I was getting up and, you know, getting, because I think it was pretty early and I was getting up and getting ready for my own morning practice. And I look down, I see this, I'm like, Jen? <laughs> no? What? And I think I, I think I called or texted you and called you right away. Yes. We need to talk about this right now. <laughs> yes, you did. Because it was, I mean, it was early here and I'm in Michigan and that was like really early in the morning and you were out in California. So you probably got it like four or five in the morning. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. After six years of, of no positive pregnancy tests and within a few months of applying this work, having these dreams, you know, being so consistent. And that's what I loved about, I mean, that's why it was so obvious to me that this woman's going to be a mama. Not, not only like did, could I feel it when I, I talked to you, but just the way that you approached it, like you, you absolutely were giving it every last bit of you. You were, you know, it's, and still are such an amazing person to coach because this wasn't just like a hobby for you. You weren't just in this because you're just doing another thing. Like when you came to this, it was obvious that you were all in. Oh, so, yeah. so what was it like to be on the other side and say, holy crap, like, look at what I've done. I did this for myself. It was pretty awesome. I mean, I guess I didn't realize that I had that much power. <laughs> you feel very powerful. But no, it was, it was cool. I mean, so I have pregnancy brain right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, speaking of which, uh, because cause you get to have pregnancy brain because we're super excited for you. I mean, tell us how far along you are today. Uh, I'm 26 weeks. Um, wow. A couple days. So yeah, it's it's been fun. I've really enjoyed my journey with you. And yeah, like you said, I, I went all in. I wasn't just going to play around with this. I was... It was all or nothing. Mm. I, I had to be honest with myself and I had to be honest with you. And I decided, you know, like it's that time. Wow. And you know, this is like, this is what I, I wrote about this in my book as well. It's like, there's this consistency that I see with every woman that creates this in her life is this hell. Yes. It's, it really is this sort of like, I am doing this. I, you know, because look at where you where you were when you started and where you are today, it's like a complete 180. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a totally different person. I handle myself differently in all different aspects of my life. Um, I'm still a type A personality though. (laughs) We all are. We all are. (laughs) Um, My sister has already told me you're going to have everything embroidered and it's going to like have to be perfect. She still can't believe I don't know the gender of it because that's how crazy anal I am. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to let that kind of go a little bit Mm -hmm. and just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So what are some, like, if you can think back to the gen that you were before all of this, you know, as the woman you are today, 26 day, 26 weeks and some days along in this healthy, happy pregnancy, you know, looking back to the woman who was about to embark on this, like what would, you, what would the gen of today say to the gen of back then? You got this. Um, you are stronger than what you know. And don't be scared and jump in all, all in. 
there's nothing, there's nothing to lose, only something to gain. Just remember to continue to love and be honest with yourself. You know, and this is, this absolutely is going to serve you and, and my guess, educated guess, is that it has continued to serve you during your pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So, so you've spoken to the gen of back then. What would you say to the ladies listening to this? Like maybe some woman who has been trying and trying and trying. I mean, because look, you've got the street cred of being on this journey for six plus years. And now like you are heading straight into the next phase of your pregnancy and getting ready to meet your baby. You know, like what would you want women out there to know who maybe don't feel very strong today or are questioning themselves or are worried that it isn't going to happn for them? First of all, Roseanne's got you. She's gonna help you. She's amazing. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> she is good. She's gonna believe in you. She's she believes in you 100, and she will follow your dream. She'll help you follow your dream. And I tell you to don't give up on yourself. It may be scary, but believe in yourself. Always have faith. Always always hold on to faith. Like what was one of the ways that, that you were able to hold on to yours or at least to reignite yours? Yeah, I had to reignite mine. I mean, it's, it was a struggle. I mean, I guess I, I pray and I just continued on and I kept continuing to search, always believing that there is something higher than you and higher power than you. Mm, mm, that's so good. That is so good, Jen. Well, oh my gosh, pregnant lady, we will give you the opportunity to go and get some rest. But it is, you know, it has truly been a delight to be able to share your story. It's super generous of you. And I know that your story is going to touch the lives of other women who, you know, maybe are feeling fatigue, you know, a couple years into their journey just and to inspire them that, you know, here you are, this amazing woman, have the guts to be on this journey six plus years, and more importantly, take a stand for doing this journey your way. You yeah. made the decision that you wanted to get pregnant naturally. Like, of course you were open if you had to, you know, to go another way, but you really felt it. You felt the intuition and you honored that that is such a powerful source of inspiration for other women out there who are questioning, you know, their vision for becoming a mom. And I know that what you're sharing today and, you know, we get to delight and just have so much joy in your pregnancy that that's going to touch somebody else's life. So thank you, my darling, for sharing that. And it's, it's just been incredible. And it's such a blessing to have you in my life and that ah, we get to share this together. So, so thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. I can't thank you enough. Honestly, it's been, it's been great for me too. So awesome. Loves, wasn't Jen's story absolutely inspiring? I hope that each and every one of you listening to this is going to be able to take away a very powerful lesson. Look, it doesn't matter how many failures you've had, how many years you've been on this journey, or how many things you've tried. When you take control of what you think and believe, anything is possible for you. She was on this journey for six plus years, and within months of taking control of what she thought and believed and putting her whole heart, her whole hell yes, into transforming her mindset, look at what she created for herself. 
that is possible for you too. And I know that you might be in a place where you don't believe that, but you've got to borrow a cup of our faith, my loves. If you are in a place where you are trying everything you know to do and are still not getting pregnant, you got to look at this love. My fearlessly fertile methodology has helped women all over the world transform the way they live their fertility journey and also transform the results that they create on it. If you know that you want to cover all of your bases on this journey and you want the confidence that comes from knowing you are truly giving this journey your all, mind and body, let's chat. Go to www.frommaybetobaby.com and request your breakthrough session with me there. You can also check me out on Instagram at Roseanne Austin Fertility. I've got loads of great free resources for you there. You can even download a free copy of my book. But no matter what, my loves, you've got to remember that the desire in your heart to be a mom, it's there because it was meant for you. Be the woman who says her hell yes. Go to www.frommaybetobaby.com and request your breakthrough session with me now. Till next time, my darlings, change your mindset change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.